Listening Dog Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper. Lindsay, how's your week been? Really good, David. I actually was at Wembley for England, Germany. And after the first half, I didn't think it was going to be a six-goal thriller. Let's say that. Um, Yeah, when I was watching the game yesterday, Lindsay, it was was really, it felt really bad. But obviously when we went 2-0 down and and Harry Maguire being involved in both the goals as well, you know, through mistakes, um, you know, it was almost like I was, I was like listening for every time he touched the ball. You know, would he would he start getting booed again and stuff like that? And and then all of a sudden, we go two one, and then within minutes we're two two, um, and then and then we get the penalty, rightly so as well. You know, it, it was a definite penalty because they had one similar that got recalled. You know, that they went back to see where the tackle had happened, and you know, and oh, if there's anybody that you want having to take a penalty, it's Harry Kane because that was a brilliant penalty. Wow. It was, um, but it just lifted the whole atmosphere. You know, the, the you could feel the crowd. You know, I, even I could feel the crowd at home watching it on TV. It must have been amazing for you to see it in the ground. Oh yeah, I mean, it was eerily quiet up until that that goal from Luke Shaw. So at halftime, I was thinking, "Wow, I've I've not known a Wembley crowd so subdued for a while." And that was at nil nil, and then two nil down. Yeah. 
I actually forgot the crowd was there as I was doing different updates and just bits of work. You just think, wow, it's so, so quiet. But then when the team were behind them, and Gareth mentioned this in the post-match interview, that as soon as they felt the crowd, that's when they felt freer and they started attacking more. I think they, they're so scared of making mistakes when they're under scrutiny. But he did say that this is a big lesson and that he's been there before. They've got this experience. But going into a World Cup, they've got to get used to to having that adversity and coming back from it. So, I mean, the main thing, yeah. I, I don't know what you thought. I thought scoring some goals from open play was important because it had been something like over 560 minutes of football prior to that happening. So uh, I think that was important. I know that it felt like they let a, a lead slip away in the end by being 3-2 up, but I think actually getting three goals was important. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you said, because that, that pressure builds the, the more that people mention, oh, we haven't scored a goal in open play. You know, that's that's now put to bed. Um, and yeah, it was. it's just something that you want a little bit of a positive to go into that World Cup. You know, it's the last time that we'll play here, you know, before we actually go to Qatar. Um, and it was just, it was so close, you know. And, and I watched the I watched the goal again this morning, um, you know, where it, it bounced right in front of Nick, you know. And, and I was like trying to think whether he, he could have gone with a with a scoop rather than letting it hit his chest and and then pop out, you know. And and it's it was a difficult ball to deal with, but you know he'll hold his hands up. I'm sure that um, he knows that that's that's a goalkeeping error. And uh, you know what was more surprising for me is that Aaron wasn't playing. Um, you know I thought they'd get a, a game each. Mm, everyone thought he was going to be, yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's um, you know that that was a strange one. You know, I've not spoken to Aaron since then. Um, you know, so I'll um, I'll try and find out to you know as to what's been said. You know, and and I know that Aaron's played in the last. You know, his last game was the the four nil defeat with Hungary um, at Wolves actually, and um, you know, so he needs a bit more a bit of confidence. But he's getting the confidence from his club. You know, the top of the league, and you know, so that's. Um, that's a positive for him. Mm. <laughs> just get, get in that in there. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just shows you, though. Just shows you how times have changed. This time last season, we went into a national, uh, an international break, and Arsenal were bottom and Spurs were top. You know how bad was that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we've got to get it while it lasts. You know, we're Times top of the league changed, in this international yes. break, and we're going to make the yeah. most of it. I'm half tempted to turn this into a drinking game. Every time David mentions top of the league, everyone takes a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's we'd do all, that. We'd all be drunk. <laughs> be hammered by save of the week. Yeah. There were a couple of hairy moments for for Nick Pope earlier as well in the in the match in the first half there was a poor back pass wasn't there from Foden I think probably David you would say that that was Foden's fault um but yeah there, there was another yeah. one that I remember that he he wasn't as convincing and looked like he he'd spilled it this was playing out and we're used to seeing Nick Pope for Newcastle mm. look in such good form making so many saves is he a goalkeeper that wears the weight of the England shirt no, I think I think what it is is that when he's playing for Newcastle, because it, it, it's we know that Nick's not brilliant with the the ball at his feet. You know, we've seen that before. We've seen it in England games before. You know, and I think what Newcastle have done, they they realise that, so they they don't pass it back to him as much, or they don't want to give him a a back pass where he's going to be under pressure because he is he's not the best at that. You know, you look you look at Aaron, you look at Jordan, you know, even even Dean. You know, they're all they're all really good with their feet. Um, Nick's strengths are, are obviously in goalkeeping and taking crosses. You know, you'd say that he's probably the best at taking crosses out of all four of them. Um, you know, but it's 
it's something that he's he, he will have worked on it and he still will be working on it but it is a little bit of a of a weakness because you you now see teams charging him down every time the ball goes back to him players are charging him down you know because they know that if he takes a touch he, he might miscontrol it you know as we saw last night you know he, he had a, t- a really heavy touch and ended up you know like almost with a 50-50 challenge or a tattle after his first touch um you know it's just something that sometimes it gives you hairy moments you know and and the more nervous you are the, the worse it is and and that's that's what it looked like last night you know it, it was like every time he seemed to touch it it didn't come off his foot in the right direction but um you know, I'm sure, I'm sure for sure you'll be working on that. So selection wise, what did you think? Because we knew that Alexander Arnold wasn't included for this one. That sent quite a statement out and got quite a lot of pickup before the match had even kicked off. Um, for Kayo Tamori was left out of that one. Jared Bowen was left out. So where were you with the selection choices? I think we have to pay credit to Southgate for the substitutes in the end, but I mean, what did you think about these few matches and, and the amount of time that the players have had? Yeah, great, a great shout about the substitutions, by the way, because, you know, he has been criticised before for not bringing players on in, with enough time left. And the one last night just totally changed the game. You're 2-0 down, he brings on Saka and Mount, and it totally changed it. You know, so that's got, you've got to give Gareth credit there, and um, you know the the players he left out. You know, I'm, I, it doesn't really worry me at all because the ones we've got in are the ones that he trusts. Um, you know, even even with Harry Maguire, you know, you take the two mistakes that he made last night, and then, and I want to put that down to rustiness because he's obviously he's not playing much for Man United, but the first one. <laughs> The first one, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, it was a simple pass. It got cut out and then it was like a rush of blood and both, you know, penalty, one nil down. You know, within five seconds, he'd, he'd like committed two really bad mistakes. Um, but the, the the players that are out, he, he sees them in training, you know, and it's like this debate with, with Ivan Tony, should he have played and everything? But Gareth will be seeing them in training, you know, because training is not just go out there and get warmed up and have a bit of a five-a-side. It's proper high tempo and a lot is taken from training and what players look like in training. And Gareth will know, he will have a, he'll have an idea in his head of what sort of formation and what sort of side he's going to pick for, for the World Cup. And I think that's what he was doing. He was looking at his strongest team. Maguire is a good one to mention though, because we have been told by Gareth in the past that he picks players on form, their club form. And club form for Harry Maguire is he's had three but did appearances. He say club form though. Well, it, I don't know if he said the word club. Actually, maybe he means England <laughs> form. But it looks <laughs> no, like he's he's going exactly. with him for England, doesn't it? <laughs> it does look like he's going with him for England because just three appearances for Man United so far yeah. this season. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I was I did something last week, and and I was saying about you know I would have uh, requiring all the, all day long, and I got a load of stick, but I'd still would. You know, you take those those that mistake out of the game. You look at his game at the Italy game and, and last night, and he had a solid game. You know, he, he was pushing on, he was picking out passes, and I think down that left side of, of the the two centre halves is is a good position for him. But um, when I, when I look back at the games, there wasn't like Nick didn't have a lot to do. You know, so defensively we weren't too bad. Um, I look at last night, I see Test Egger making two or three really good saves. You know, so it shows you that we we were on top, you know, when you actually look at the stats and shots on target, 
Nick didn't have a great deal to do. You know, so defensively, we're not too bad. It was just that you could tell, you could feel it that the, the pressure was getting really big, and and it was time for England to step up. And 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 boy, did they do that! You know, by by getting it two one, then two two, and then obviously the three three was amazing. But you know, it was um, it was a real test. I thought the two games were a real test right before the World Cup. You've got Italy, European champions. Um, they're they're real rebuilding themselves, but they're still a good team. And to go to Italy and and give them a game, okay, it was it was still a defeat. But then you're coming into the Germany game, and that's that's always going to be a test, no matter what's at stake. You know, it's it's at Wembley. We've got Germany, and you could tell by the crowd, you know, how many people went there. It was it's always a great fixture, and it's one, it's one I've got some great, you know really good memories, and maybe one or two bad ones, but um, <laughs> it's. Um, it, they were they were tests. They were proper tests, and I think you know that we've now come out of them too with with confidence and and a bit of pride as well. What do you think about England going into the World Cup? Because of course you don't want to base too much on Nations League form. You can tell that Gareth's been experimenting in some cases. It's the only chance that he's had. Yeah. So do you ignore that relegation from the Nations League and think just purely yeah. about preparation for the World Cup? So what represents success? You know, we've been to a semi-final under Gareth. We've been to a final and lost on penalties in the Euros. What is success at this tournament? Success, I would say, is semi-finals. I'd say you'd be okay with a quarter-final, depending who you get, you know, because I know France are in our side of the draw as well. Um, but... Yeah, you know, looking when you look back, you look at the, the semi final of the World Cup, the final of the Europeans, and where we're at, you know, we, it's it's halfway through our season, so we're we're not we're not tired, we're not fatigued because it's at the end of a hard season in the Premier League. We're, it's halfway through it, so that's no excuse anymore. Um, you know, I think it's teeing it up perfectly for us. That little bit of bo- that boost of confidence from last night's game is was perfect. It'd be ideal if it was. A three-two win over Germany, but that's just me being picky because of Germany. Um, but I still felt that there was a lot in that game that we got out of. You know, test of character. Um, you know, all the all the energy that England put in. You know, the pressure that was on the players as well. You know, before the game, that's very, that's really important for the games that are coming up because the World Cup is pressure. It's massive pressure. You know, and I, I never, I remember my first my first game in the World Cup. In '98, I walked down the tunnel, and we're walking down to to like start to line up for the national anthems. And this is after Euro '96, so I'm like, I'm used to playing for England under a bit of pressure. But I got total body goosebumps because I was like, I was like, here I am playing for England in a World Cup. You know, and it just shows you that you know your dreams can come true as a kid. You know, it's um, that's what the World Cup means. It's just. Another level. It's the it's the most it's the highest level of pressure that players will ever feel. I feel. I think. By the way, while we're talking about pressure, we've got to mention about Tony. (laughs) 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 Tony, have you seen it, Lindsay? No, you must have. No, Tony he Adams named drop. Oh, yeah, did. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I did. I thought you were talking <laughs> about Ivan Tony, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh no, go oh, again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. He, he, I know. He said. To, he said that he dropped me, my name in it, saying that I told him not to do it. And I was like, no, yeah. do it, Tony. But then, oh, <laughs> honestly, 
you know, and um, I felt for him because I could tell straight away that he was nervous, which you it's the most nervous time I've ever felt in my <laughs> life when I was doing Dancing on Ice, waiting in the tunnel, going out live. Honestly, it's horrible. <laughs> World Cup 98 or in the tunnel for no. Dancing on Ice? <laughs> no. Tunnel, Dancing on Ice. I could, play, I could play football in front of 50 million people and it wouldn't bother me at all. I'd just go out and do my stuff. Going out, and that's exactly what Tony was. And I said, and I texted him, I went... Be ready for the dry mouth. Oh. <laughs> because you go out and you smile and your top lip stays up there like that. <laughs> it's so dry. <laughs> and you watch Tony when he did when he did his interview after he'd had his performance, his, his lip had got stuck up here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and the thing was is he, he tripped within like five seconds of starting his routine and it and it really puts you off because your legs go like jelly and you try and hold him poses and all, and it's so awkward for me. You know, it was awkward for me, and I could see it was awkward for Tony. It's because you're out of your comfort zone, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but you know, he's, you know, he got a lot of stick, but it, you know, I know Tony, and he'll he'll bounce back. He'll bounce back next week, no doubt. Oh, but it's a lot of fun, though, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day. Yeah, for us to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> What did we think collectively of the song choice? I mean, David, I imagine that you were right on board, one nil to the Arsenal, but I'm not, I'm not sure it's the best one to dance to. I know. It's like every time that there's a footballer on there and I've seen I've seen some big, I've seen Schultz on there, I've seen Schmeichel on there, David James has been on there. I Almost like every time they put numbers on their bike, I would, I'd be like, no chance. You're not putting a number on my bike, you know. And the best bit about it was, I think I thought that when Tony came down on the cannon, I thought that's ace. And then when I listened to the song, I was like, "Oh, there's even more cheese on cheese here." But <laughs> <it> was, you <laughs> know, <laughs> we we watched it on um, on Sunday. We watched it afterwards. Uh, we'd basically just skip through and watch, um, essentially watch watch Tony. Um, and then <laughs> the moment he appeared on that cannon, Emma turned to me and went, "Well, he's the joke act for the season." <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, yeah, and then you know he did his, you know, he did his thing, and, and like even even Anton Anton Debate, who's a good friend of ours, you know, he's I'm sure he's a massive Arsenal fan. Um, he um, he, he couldn't not give him criticism, you know, when he was like, "What are you looking up there for, Tom? What's up there? There's in, in this in the ceiling or in the roof that you've seen?" Because he was like just dancing around with his head like this. <laughs> 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 it was hard, but I, you know, I know him. He'll, he'll be back. I know the Tony Adams, and this one is uh, determined. He'll be, he'll be back. You know, better than ever. Come on, Tom, because I'm going week three, and I don't want you to get knocked out. <laughs> I, think, I think the big thing to take away from this is the fact that David Seaman is close friends with Anton de Beck. Yeah, exactly. Where did one come from? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he's asked, but he loves his golf, and he lo- and so he knows um, Lee Lee Dixon really well. And we do a Lee does a charity event up in Loch Lomond every every year, and we've we've crossed paths a lot on the golf course, and and we've been out a couple of nights as well, <laughs> friends as a group. <laughs> has he got an elegant swing? Yeah, he he's proper. I don't know why, but every time I look at him, he re- reminds me of Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. I'm not sure it is. No, he does, and he, and he does. He does a proper. Yeah, he does a, yeah, he does a great impersonation of him as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Seaman says with Safe Style. The great saves you can't beat Safe Style. Right, guys, it's time for Save of the Week with Safe Style. And because it's been international break, I've been looking at a few saves from the international goalies. And there was two last night that just got brushed under the carpet because I'm sure it's because England were playing against them. But Ter Stegen made two great saves last night. Um, his first one from Raheem Sterling. If you if you watch him, because the ball's played through and he's, he's what we call it, it's backpedalling. But he's backpedalling and then working out his angles so that he's in the right position. And then just as Raheem hits the shot, he's, he's, he's what we call set. You know, so both his feet are on the ground. He does his little beat and he makes a great save low down to his right. It's it's a brilliant example of when you're on the move and then you get set. And then he had another one just as good from Saka in the second half. Mm, where he, yeah. Another one low down where Saka, like, Saka even miss hit it a little bit, but it was going in and he got the slightest fingertip touch on it. And you could see it and he just turned it around the post. But for me, the first one was brilliant for a goalkeeping example of you're on the move, you're running backwards and then you all get struck, you set yourself and then you move. And it was a low down save as well, you know, with his hand. You know, because a lot of a lot of goalkeepers nowadays are making saves like that, but with their feet. You know, they're trying to get their feet out there because they're not in the right battle position. But it was a perfect example of it, and uh, that's why he gets my save of the week. There's been much debate in Germany about that number one shirt for a while, hasn't there? And there's been a COVID and illness outbreak in the Germany camp, so Neuer was one of the players that yeah. wasn't included. Uh, for the game last night. But you can see why it's such fierce competition between Testagen and and Neuer is just someone that's never let them down. Who do you think will be in goal for the World yeah. Cup for them? I, I would imagine it'll be Neuer just because of his his consistency. His quality is you could is it's not it's not diminishing or anything. It's not, you know, he's he's still right up there making big saves. So, you know, I feel for Testagen because He's the goalkeeper for Barcelona, you know. <laughs> Pretty good standing, that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he's, he's getting hardly anywhere near it, you know, because because of Neuer is so good, you know, and he's been so good for a long time, you know. So it wouldn't surprise me if this is Neuer's last last World Cup. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking that Ter Stegen is like thinking, any chance? <laughs> any chance of retiring? Because, <laughs> you know, he doesn't play enough. And he's a real quality goalkeeper as well. So, yeah, it's uh, Germany are in a good position with that. They've got two really good good goalkeepers going into the World Cup. Now, I'll just say the one thing we talk, uh, 
leading up to to that attempt from um, from Sterling, that that cross was it Luke Shaw oh, across from Oh, Shaw. it's brilliant. That was one of the most impressive bits of the match, I think. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was that good. <laughs> it really was yeah. that good. If only that had been finished off to a goal, that would have been something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. This is Pass of the Week with Safe Style. Yeah. <laughs> 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 doesn't quite have the same ring to it, does it? Really sure with Pass of the Week with Safe Style. For great passes, you can't beat Safe Style. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the thing is as, as well is that there is such an easier pass on for him because I think he's got I think it's got he's got Kane running in front of him down the wing so you yeah nine times out of ten most people would just go right have that and run onto it but yeah he didn't go for that yeah but that's what you oh. want to see you know and that's that's players that are willing to to go for it you know and make that difference you know like you said the easy option is to do the the, the easier pass. You know, all credit to to Luke Shaw. Um, you know, that could be like almost like if he'd have finished that off, you'd be talking about pass of the season. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, had Sterling have actually scored, then it obviously it turns into an assist, then all and it takes yeah. a life of its own at that point. But yeah, exactly as it stands, yeah. Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give him credit where credit's due. <laughs> <laughs> save of the week with Safe Style for great saves you can't beat Safe Style. So next up, Lindsay, we're going to do our England squad and who should be in and who should be out. Um, starting with the goalies. At the moment, we've got four that are really good. Um, and I think, you know, for me, it's it's an easy decision at the moment because they're all playing, they're all fit. So Jordan's number one, no doubt. For me, Aaron's number two, then Nick, and then Dean. Um, because... You know, Dean's, it's his first season back in the Premier League and I don't think he's got that experience yet to to start pushing either Aaron or um, or Nick Pope into that third spot or second spot. So, yeah, those are my three goalkeepers. There's no way I'll take four. It might take four, but they only name they can only name three. I wouldn't disagree with you there. Um, my only question is the order you gave those goalkeepers, is that the order? Or have we got some semen bias coming through? Oh no! Yeah, you probably have got a bit of semen bias there, but um, you know, I, I just I look at it and I think you know that's why I was puzzled with the decision of why um, he played Nick in both games, the Italy and Germany game, you know, because Aaron's not got a lot of experience, you know, so that that is a worry. Um, but you know, looking at it all all round game for me, Aaron's just got it on uh, on Nick. Defenders is a long one because he takes the whole league. <laughs> He's just taking all of them. <laughs> so what what we're thinking of is is like we, we better put the people that we think are going to be in the squad like nailed on. So Eric Dyer, definite. Yeah. Harry Maguire. Ah, oh, don't know. Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Luke Shaw. John Stones. Trippier. Reese James. I Reece think he's James. A definite next yeah. year now. Yeah, two really good performances. Um, ben Chilwell. Do we put a little question mark at the side of him? I think so. Yeah. Connor Cody. Yeah, Connor Cody's got a question mark at the side of him because of Di- the way that Dyer's played. Mark Gaye's got a question um, mark as well because Palace and their form. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Tamori as well. You know, because of, <sighs> because they haven't got a lot of experience, you know, I think, you know, because of John Stones' injury. No, I feel for Tamori. Yeah. I I think he should be in there. Yeah, but it's, he's got chance. He's still got chance to be in future ones. You know, that's... Yeah. You know, I remember being... In 1990, I was like right on the cusp of, you know, was I going to be going as a number three or not? And, you know, but as time showed, I had time later on <laughs> to play another couple. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's players in there that are that are definite. There's a few question marks. And then you look at the midfield, and so out of this, we've got Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips. There's there's another one, Calvin Phillips, not playing mm. at all. You know, he's not had a mm. sniff in the games. Declan Rice, Ward, Bellingham, Prowse. and Rice nailed on. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a question mark over Ward Prowse. Even though I think he offers something yeah. different, but he just Ward doesn't Phillips, seem to go it? for him. Yeah, Ward, yeah. Ward Prowse and Phillips, question no. marks. And and Phillips, yeah. You know, the thing is, is that... He'll go with Mason Mount, won't he? Yeah, definitely. He's played him so many times. I was surprised he didn't, play, he didn't start him last night, you know, but then when he came on when he came on against Germany, the, the impact that he had just showed why Jarvis got so much faith in him. You know, even, even with, with Saka... You know, but I know he goes into the forwards. But when you're looking there, that's that's not a lot of midfielders. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, like holding midfielders. Who <clears throat> you know, you got you got Bellingham and Rice. That's why I think Phillips might be more or less of a question mark. Yeah, the more. But Prowse. dependent on game time again. But who brings something different to the game, Ward Prowse or Phillips? That's the thing. I know. And I don't Here know I sound biased when I say that. I, yeah. I get it, but... No, I, I know exactly what you mean, though, because he does. He, he's a creative midfielder. Uh, with what with what you're saying, though, from set pieces, I think if you've got Kieran Trippier, then you have got someone who can take free kicks and good set pieces. It's not just set pieces, though. Mm. You sound like one of those people that doesn't watch Southampton, which I get. <laughs> which is what we get levelled at all the time. All he does is take good set pieces. No, no, no. I, I, know that, I know like that he's a machine in the midfield. Yeah, I know that he's got a lot more to his game, but Calvin Phillips is a machine. Declan Rice is a machine. I think Bellingham's yeah. a machine. They've all got the tanks. That isn't what he's competing with, is it? <laughs> he's not competing on the on the yeah. endurance front. He's competing with what else he can bring. But I, I honestly yeah. think that... If you're looking at that box to box, he's not going to get in purely on that ahead of Bellingham, Rice, or Phillips. Yeah. So I also think moving you're on looking to the, at the, at the two, the two of them, aren't you? Yeah, with a you backup. Know, you're looking at, the two, you know, you're looking which, at two, two with a backup, I think. Yeah, because if if Rice and Bellingham play yeah. together, yeah. which I think they will more often than not. It's just if one of them needs a rest or if they get injured. And I think Phillips is more of a natural hmm. replacement for either of them. Yeah. Well, and a proven replacement as well, yeah. But now here we go. Strikers. <laughs> just just get it all like that and then just go poof. I love all of the strikers apart from Jared Bowen, who I would drop. But when I went up to St. George's Park at the end of last season, um, and I was watching the goalkeepers train, and then they did a shooting exercise, and he was by far the best finisher of the whole lot. And I'm talking the whole lot. He was unreal. Are we, are we, are we putting Kane in that? Yeah. 
But in this session that Bloody they did, hell. right? In this yeah, session okay. that they did, he was <laughs> That's like, the caveat. <laughs> I know, but I was like, wow. You know, the, the pace that he was it's getting. It's because he knew David Seaman was watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought, but, he'll put in a word for me at Arsenal, yeah? Exactly, yeah. Well, yeah, any day. <laughs> I've seen him train. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> but no, he, he, was, he was brilliant. But I know I know what you mean, though. It's, you know, when you when you look at the quality that we've got, you know, Phil Foden, you know, even like you, you, you could put Mount into this forward group as well but so we're looking at Tammy Abraham question mark Jared Boyne question mark Foden Defo Grealish Defo Kane mm, Defo <laughs> <laughs> Saka Saka Sterling Defo Defo and Ivan Tony question mark you know yeah. it's this is the thing about you know I said it earlier on about you know Ivan Tony he will have been seen in training as well you know that's mm. That's what people don't don't realise is that a lot of judgment and a lot of decisions are made by looking at people in training. So players that haven't made this squad that should go to the World Cup, yeah. I'm thinking of the likes of probably Ben White, Rashford, Sancho. <clears throat> Madison. Madison. Oh, yeah. Do they go <sighs> or should they go? I think Ben White should go. Yeah, I do because of, of where he... But then... So, that, so I said this the other day, yeah, because he, he's versatile. He can play at centre half, or he can play at right back, or he can become fifth choice at right back. Mm. <laughs> 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 because we have got so much strength there, um, you know. So then you're thinking, you know, is he? He's just going to be in there for being a defender, a centre half. Um, that's that's tight. That, that's a, that's definitely a question mark, you know, because he has been involved a lot. Um, so Gareth will know what he's what he's like, what he's like in training, and and then obviously in games he's played. But you know that's going to be a tough one with Ben White, um, dependent on on injuries. I think you know, with, especially with the Stone situation. Um, would I put him in front of Cody? I think I would. Not just with me Arsenal head on. Because we're top of the league. <laughs> Shot. Shot. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so, yeah, that, that is a tough one, the Ben White situation, because, you know, I've, people will say, yeah, but he can play in, I think he can play in midfield a bit, but he's been playing at right back, for, obviously, for Arsenal. But we've, we've got great right backs with England, so he's not mm. going to be needed in that position. But he can play two positions. So but so can a couple of the right backs. He's the one, I think. He's the one that you bring in that's missing at the minute. Yeah. Rashford though. You wouldn't you you'd never think that Rashford would get in the squad. Oh, there's so you know, much. If he talent, starts playing though. really well for Man United, then he might get in. Yeah. I, I just don't think that's an area where Sancho. we're we're lacking. You you could you could have a top player yeah. miss out and you wouldn't feel it. You wouldn't feel their absence as much yeah. because there's just so that's, much that's, cover. That's where we're at, isn't it? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of, of what what Gareth's got at his disposal right at this time. You know, he's got a great squad of players to pick from. I love Smith Rowe, David. But he's he's getting nowhere mm. near yeah. whilst you look at how much talent there is. It, yeah, is. Yeah, but his time will come. You know, I think it's a little bit because, like you say, he's not. 
not not purple patch because he's not he's not been playing for Arsenal um, a lot this season. But last season he had a proper purple patch season, mm. um, you know. But he needs to do it more consistently and and do it for England, you know. So, but but that's he's got a lot of time on his side, so that that will come. There's no doubt about that. So basically, we've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Gareth gets paid all the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Premier League is back this weekend, so we'll be here again on Friday to look ahead to the two big derby matches. Don't forget to give us a review on your podcast app and follow us on social media at Seaman Podcast. Have a good week. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.